0: Welcome to Inside View. I'm your host Sid Marsh and tonight we have something a little different. We have a homegrown movie maker here with us. Manuel Crosby and his partner uh, Darren Knapp have put together a a film and it's gotten quite a bit of buzz.
1: Well tell us about your film. Thanks thanks for having me Sid. I appreciate the chance to be here. Um, So our movie is called First Date. Um, It's a story about a high school kid who has a crush on the neighbor girl and wants to take her out on a first date but needs to get a car to do so because his parents are leaving town uh, with the family minivan um, so he buys his first car um, but makes a horrible purchase uh... has no idea the past history of this car and the people involved with it which leads him on one crazy night of adventures as he's trying to pick up the girl for the first date so that's kind of what it's about <laughs>
0: And does he ever get the girl? Well, or, or is that a spoiler? <laughs> <laughs> it's a spoiler, but
1: let's just say things get wildly complicated. <laughs>
0: well, that's, that's what yeah. makes a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about your background. I mean, how did you get into the
1: movie business? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, it's something I've loved ever since I was a kid, since I was about five years old. I remember my dad took me to the movies. Uh, to see Star Wars in 1997 when uh, they re-released it and I didn't even really know what a movie was at that point but I was just so captivated, you know, by what was on the screen and I thought, you know, whatever that is, I want to be involved with that and, you know, then I started watching uh, those movies actually on DVD and seeing the behind the scenes and stuff Um, I realized, you know, oh wow, like, people are making these things, they're creating the special effects and they're filming it and writing the script and all this stuff. And I was so interested by it all, eventually I just said, I want to do all that stuff. And uh, so then, you know, I picked up a camera, started making little home movies with my good friends from school and, you know, in Calaveras High School doing the video production classes and things like that with, uh, with Rick Beeler, who was the teacher there. And uh, and then around when I was about sixteen, I think I actually found my way over here at the public access. Yeah, to public access yeah, TV. Public right. access TV. Uh, Rick Beeler had recommended I come over here and take uh, take the class with Ed Lark. And I remember I actually met you in that right, class. That's
0: good. We were um, Together in there.
1: Yeah, and we learned how to you know use all the equipment here and uh, make little uh, shows for public access TV and. And after that, I started helping out on the local shoots and, uh, you know, helping out with the filming at the Calaveras County Fair, uh, which is how I met Darren, uh, Darren Knapp. And we became good friends around 2011 and started collaborating on short films. and. Now, you know, 10 years later, <laughs> we finally finished our first uh, feature film together.
0: Now, are you co-writing, or did you write it? Or how did yeah, it so we,
1: he and I co-wrote this story, and it actually came about uh, in 2017 uh, when I was down visiting at his house. We were watching movies and stuff, and I was having a catastrophic car failure, which seems seemed to happen to me. Every one and a half years, kind of like <laughs> clockwork, you know, <laughs> my heavily, whatever heavily used car I was driving at the time would just blow up on me. So I was commiserating with him about that and, you know, kind of like complaining about how, you know, oh, they always say, you know, they took great care of it or they were the only owner, this or that. But you never really know what they did to that car before you got it. Of course, they're not going to tell you all the messed up stuff that happened with it. So almost as like a joke I was like that'd be a funny idea for a movie some high school kid buys his first car but has no idea the 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 horrible people who had that car before him and the and the the backstory of that vehicle and uh and what if he's trying to get on a first date you know Darren said oh that'd be a great idea and we start we're having breakfast we're throwing ideas back and forth and we had a pretty long breakfast because we were just outlining the entire story and by the end of that breakfast, we had the whole plot and uh, we just I was so excited by it, you know, the energy of it reminded me of a lot of the movies that he and I had been watching and kind of becoming friends over our mutual love of and, uh, it, you know, a lot of uh, kind of American independent 90s and early 2000s movies that just felt like, you know, some crazy idea for a story and these characters that kind of interlock and and the filmmakers just decided to go out and shoot it, you know, so I was super excited by that, and I said, let's write this, and let's shoot it next year, and like, let's do it, so, um, yeah, then we wound up, you know, co-directing the film together as well, and... um, How much
0: did it change from the beginning to the final product? Oh, well, quite a bit. I mean, that's
1: the funny thing about filmmaking, you know, you um, you have the idea in your head, but then once you come up against the realities of producing it, you kind of just have to roll with the punches and kind of you know flex things a little bit as you go to to get it shot so um, you know there was like certain script changes there were certain location changes even and, and a lot of times these things worked out better than what we had planned at first you know by adapting to a weird situation sometimes you stumble across something even better so now how did you get your funding Well, uh, our funding started just with he and I, you know, putting our money into it. And then uh, as we were kind of developing the project, uh, we connected with our uh, main producer, uh, Brandon Krauss. And so then he put his money in. So it's kind of the three of us getting started, right? And we actually didn't have a full budget when we started filming. And I just thought, you know, well, we should start anyway. Maybe shoot the easiest scenes first and cut them together. And we'll just figure out the rest as we go like i really wanted to get started so we actually shot the very first scene first several months before and we had a lot of films don't do exactly (laughs) right but we you know we shot that i cut it together did the sound the color correction and all that and so it was almost like this little short film that you could watch and kind of get a general idea of the vibe of the movie without actually seeing the movie yet, but we could still use that as part of the film. So then we kept going from there. We started as when we got all our main actors cast, started doing the main shoot. We did the easy scenes first where it's just like, you know, two people talking or something like that. Uh, things that didn't cost a lot. And I was editing those together as we're shooting. And as we got going and we got more and more of the film done, Uh, you know, then friends and family would look at it and be like, oh, you guys are actually, like, making this happen. Okay, I feel comfortable investing now. And then it grew out from there to people we knew from work or whatever it was. And then near the end of the process, when we had the the rough cut done, then we started to, you know, get people we didn't know at all who were just uh, interested in investing in films to help us complete it because by that time, all the pieces were there and it just had to be polished up so it became easier to raise the budget at the end of the process Um, so what was the budget i can't say i wish i could tell you Uh, i'll say there was a lot of blood sweat and tears in the bank account on this one (laughs) but uh, um, but uh, yeah it was made with a lot of a lot of love and a lot of hard work so um, and definitely something, you know, achievable, I think, for anybody else who might be interested in doing something like this.
0: So, now you have the finished product, mm-hmm. so where do you go from there and what have you done with it?
1: Well, uh, so we finished the film and we started submitting it to film festivals, um, you know, kind of, which, you know, Darren and I have done before, usually it doesn't really go too far. Um, but we figured we would try to sell it to somebody right and then almost like out of the blue uh, we got a call that sundance film festival wanted to show it which is like a complete dream come true you know i guess they really liked it when they saw it and we were completely blown away so um so we screened it there Um, uh, at the very end of January and, and how was it received uh, it was received really well I mean, you know, we, we actually from that festival screening we found a buyer for the film is going to distribute it to the general public uh, It'll be coming out in a, in a few theaters and on home video and stuff like that. So uh, then that, that was Magnolia pictures um, So they put out a lot of really cool independent films over like the past 25 years And so, you know, we probably wouldn't have connected with them if it wasn't for the festival, which it's so that's really amazing. (laughs) So have you've made back your investment. Um, Well, I'll say our investors are pretty happy. And the cool thing is there's potential for, for, um, you know, continued success for them as well, because, you know, if if it takes off, if it does well in theaters or on video or something like that, it'll keep, you know, the money will keep coming back. So it's really uh, it's pretty satisfying for sure. So, are you? Do
0: you have more projects in the works, or what's going on there? Yeah,
1: um, I mean, I have uh, quite a few ideas actually, which is uh, which is really cool and and uh, and kind of different because usually I kind of just have one at a time, you know. Um, but I guess there was this little gap period, um, kind of before and during the festival. All these little ideas started popping up, so there's a lot of things I'm really excited about um, about working on and. Um, I may, you know, be able to do something on a little bit of a bigger scale next time, which would be really cool. And uh, one of the ideas, Darren and I are actually uh, writing together as well, so we'll see, you know, how it goes. But we're we're great friends, so I, you know, I, I imagine we'll be collaborating in one way or another for a long time. Did you get a lot of connections through Sundays? Oh yes, it's uh, quite a few. I mean, I met many other filmmakers, you know, who also had great movies there, and. You know other actors and people like that I actually connected with an agency that wanted to represent me so I, I have an agent now, so now you have an agent. out wow. there like you know looking for <laughs> like scripts that I might be interested in or you know actors or producers who might be interested in collaborating which is really cool. (laughs) So you've gone up to a whole different level now. I mean well I guess I'm on the ladder on the way or something you know I don't know but it's it's uh, it's it's wild man I never as far as we thought with this movie was like oh let's make a really cool movie you know and then like show our friends and get it out there somehow uh, and maybe it'll in in a couple years it'll be like cult movie or something like that you know like we never thought It would start with such a splash, um, but it was a long time coming. You know, it took us probably about three years or so to make the film. It was, it 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 was a long process and and a lot of work, but I mean, you know, well worth it.
0: But you, you know, you've been involved with film for a long time. Yeah. But you must see that how technology has made it so much easier. Yeah, Almost anybody can do a film. They exactly, don't, they don't do it well, but
1: anybody can do yeah. it. Yeah, and that's really that's really inspiring. And I mean, I'm you know I'm young. Like you know, uh, there's been a lot of evolution in this field, and I kind of came in at a great time where you know any anybody who wanted to could go get a relatively decent camera, you know, and go shoot something that's of a a technical quality level that it would hold up to scrutiny and from there it's just all about the quality of the story and how you use those tools you know so so the technology is not really a a barrier of entry anymore as it was maybe 20 years ago or or 30 years ago and that's really exciting and that's what allowed us to make this film you know had we had we tried to make this film in the 90s it probably would have been you know more, much more expensive right and a lot sure. more difficult to to pull off um, so that was a, a great gift for us. What do you find that the hardest part of filmmaking for you? Oh gosh um, that's a, that's an interesting question um, you know I actually think um, <laughs> it's kind of funny I think the hardest part for me is actually just balancing uh you know being so into the project and putting all my efforts into it with everything else that you you know that a, a normal human being needs to take care of in their life you know uh personal health and you know physical and mental health and relationships and things like that they you all know? go to the side yeah which they shouldn't though yeah. and that was actually the, the biggest thing that i learned from doing this because i had never been in this situation such a long extended project before usually if it's a short film it's a very short focused amount of time and then it's done and so maybe you can get away with just completely throwing yourself at it a hundred percent but i realized over the course of this that there needs to be a balance it's it's more of a marathon than a sprint you know and if you take care of you know yourself and connections with those around you that's what gives you the the fuel to get through some of the challenges you know and and get over the finish line eventually so that was the biggest uh, biggest thing i learned and the most was the most difficult thing i think with the production but i'm glad that i, I learned it now you know <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's true while yeah. you're still young <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. now what what advice would you give an up and coming filmmaker
1: well i think the the best advice I could give is to just start making stuff, you know. Everybody has a camera in their pocket now, you know, right. cell phones are, again, cell phones are more advanced than the cameras of, you know, ten years ago. It's pretty amazing. Um, so use whatever you can to get started and just start learning how to to tell stories and, and you might think, oh, it doesn't matter, it's not as good as the movies I see or whatever. But it does matter because you're building those skills and also like for people you may want to collaborate in the future with, you never know who will see those short films um, and what you're doing and they'll see that you're actually able to start and finish a project. That's super important to convince those people to help you go do a bigger project and then a bigger one and a bigger one. So you slowly kind of work your way up and then, you know, it doesn't matter if you don't have as big of a budget as you think you need or any budget at all. Like there, you know, if you find a way to make the film, uh, good things will come of it. There's, there will be lessons learned. You'll have a product at the end and it won't just be an idea. It's floating around, you know, in in the ether. It'll actually be there. Will be an end result, and that's uh, that's what I tell everybody who wants to get into film. Just go do it. You know, Darren and I both are very inspired by um, Robert Rodriguez, who, you know, back back in the '90s when he started, he kind of had the same mindset. I'm just going to go out and make this film. Do it, you know do it cheap, you know, do whatever, it doesn't have to be perfect, I'm just going to go do it, I'm going to learn from it, and I'm going to have fun and make a cool movie at the end. And look where he is now, you know, he's one of the top directors in in the film business, and he still has that same mindset, you know, and he's made such a wide array of projects, like, he's kind of shown that everybody has that creativity inside them. Uh, You don't need, it doesn't matter if you don't have the money or you don't have all the technical skill, you know, you're you're a creative person and that can you, you can find your way uh, through pretty much any obstacle with that. So, now, you didn't have a formal education in film or anything. I did actually. I did. I, I did wind up going to to film school actually. Um, well, where'd you go? I went to to USC in Los Angeles. Oh. Well, that's uh, however, but I always, yeah, <laughs> yes, but I always say that you know that's, uh, I, I, that's not uh, that's not the difference maker. Darren didn't go to film school at all. He's completely self-taught, and I actually learned, uh, probably more from him, uh, about how to. Use cameras and make film and cut things together uh, than I did in the beginning of film school because when we started making films in 2011 I hadn't even started the film classes yet but we started making this film over the summer called broadcast and through trial and error I learned so much when I actually did get into the film classes everyone was like where'd you learn all this stuff I learned it right here (laughs) right here in this studio so and that's you know that's free Right. So uh That's and, true. Take and advantage of it. exactly and it can be great to go to college because you have you know basically a lot of time where your job is basically to focus on those subjects that you're studying whether it's film or whatever it is, you know, but if that's not available to you, it's okay. Like, there are so many other ways to get that education, so... uh,
0: Did USC open any doors for you, or...?
1: You know, I think the most important thing about going to USC was uh, I made a few really good friendships there of people my own age, you know, that um, I have collaborated with um, since then. And so you kind of, like, meet your tribe, you know, and sort of become friends, and then you rise up together you know I didn't it's not like going to school open some door to some job you know where I was like gonna go be a film director or something like that. You that, didn't
0: have an internship
1: or anything no, like that? No no and that stuff doesn't doesn't really happen I think uh, because filmmaking it you know since it's an art form the way that people are hired is not based off of uh, their education or what's on their resume it's based on their work if they've done or not which going back to my earlier point if you have a catalog of short films of work to show sure, that's better than real having, so
0: to speak that yeah is, that's yeah. better than
1: having a film school degree because they want to know that you can actually make the thing you know so
0: so are, are, you, are you looking for other projects now or? Um,
1: well yeah I mean so I'm you know like I mentioned I'm working on my a couple ideas of my own and I think that's what probably what excites me the most. Is it right? always
0: going to be kind of feature films or would you do documentary or um, I mean
1: I've, I've been involved with I'm actually involved with the documentary right now directed by another uh, Calaveras County resident uh, named Lisa Michelle uh, we've been working on for several years. What are you um, doing for it? I'm doing the editing right now and I, I actually was fil- while we were filming First Date I was also helping her film this documentary so it's very spread out and We'd be driving down to Lancaster. It's a documentary about a a former rodeo champion named uh, Sammy Thurman Brackenberry who had won the world championship uh, I think in the 60s. And uh, was, kind of, was kind of wanting to go on one last uh, ride on her horse because she's now, you know, pretty old and can't really see anymore and has a hard time getting on the horse. But she still says, you know, well, yeah, I could ride if I had something to do. I could, I, you know, if I had to wrangle some cattle, I could go out and do it. So we were kind of like documenting her life a little bit and telling her story. Um, but yeah, as far as what I want to do next, I mean, I really love fictional feature films. Uh, there's some you know, that was my, my, what got me into all this was watching, a, you know, a fiction film in the, in the movie theater. So I would love to to continue making those, um, you know. Who inspires you the
0: most Who of uh, all well, the directors
1: or actors uh, man, or whatever? That's a hard question. There's too many. There's too many. I mean, uh, you know. You get something from everybody. Yeah, exactly. I think, uh, you know, if I had to pick one person, I guess simply for the the mindset the ideology would be robert rodriguez you know use your creativity and you can you can accomplish anything so yeah but i mean i love you know lucas and spielberg and tarantino the cohen brothers you know christopher nolan the list goes on and on and on like i could talk all day about filmmakers and how much i love their stuff so now
0: with your project did you have to do any special effects or cgi or anything like that was that a learning experience for you? It did.
1: Uh, most of our effects were practically done, and that it was definitely a learning experience, but also a really fun thing, because that is kind of... really taps into what got me interested in film. Like, how do they do these effects, you know? So, uh, you know, I guess mild spoilers here, but uh, there's some blood effects in the movie. There's some gunshot effects. There's all these, like, you know, bullets hitting things at one point, and... Uh, some little camera tricks and practical tricks we got to learn how to do to make that stuff. And there was even some, there was a little bit of uh, post-production visual effects, nothing computer generated, but like uh, compositing existing shots or elements kind of on top of each other um, to make things seem like they were happening. That Where, for example, there's a scene with a scenic overlook of Valley Springs, which actually was not at that location. We shot the scene um, uh, out in Wallace, and there was no view at this overlook, but we actually put in the town of Valley Springs down below later, and we had hiked up, um, hiked up by the cross at Valley Springs to get the shot of the town, so we kind of like put those together after the fact. So little things like that are all yeah, over It would look much better. Yeah, exactly, yeah, <laughs> movie magic. <laughs> What what other things would you like to learn, or uh,
0: when it comes to film?
1: I mean, there's there's so much, you know. I uh, are you more interested in the technical end, or more more the script end, or would you ever act? Would you ever? I would. That's one thing I'm not interested in is okay. acting. Uh, okay. Although I had to do plenty of that in our first home movies because there was were no actors available, <laughs> so it was me and my good friend Ian Robertson, taking turns, hitting record. He was also in the class too. I don't know if you remember him, but. hit record and go stand in front of the camera and then switch the camera to get the other person shot so I had enough of I had enough of my acting days but uh I would like to just really get improve at improve at everything you know And, and I like to have involvement in all parts of production I'm super interested in all that stuff I love being behind the camera even when I'm directing usually they separate those roles there's a cinematographer, right. and then the director only talks to the actors. I, I like to do both. I like to just really get in there and be involved. But, um, you know, working with actors is probably one of the last things I started to learn in my That's a whole skill film. set. Right. And I've really, really enjoyed that, rehearsing with them, finding character and things like that. So, um, you're getting the most out of the actor. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So that's a lot of fun and I still have a long ways to go in, in, in every aspect, but uh, I look forward to continuing to learn through doing it.
0: You, you strike me as the kind of person that would be very hard to sell a script to somebody because you want to you do it. Yeah. You, you don't want somebody to take your words and then make the movie.
1: Actually, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, I've thought about that and it's, you know, we even Very briefly, Darren mentioned that when we came up with this idea and just instantly I I was seeing the shots in my head as we were talking about the very first, you know, iteration of the concept and I just felt like I had to tell that story, you know, maybe there will be a day where I'll have too many stories to tell and, you know, just to get them all done, like, you know, someone else will have to tell some of them, but it is, that's, that's definitely a a challenge, you know, letting your letting your children go.
0: <laughs> was it a challenge working with another person, both you know, directing and writing? I mean, did you and Darren ever have moments where nope. disagreements or anything like that?
1: No, actually, no. I think you know, probably because we're we're such good friends and already kind of aligned anyway, and we had already sort of talked about to you know, it's on the set who was going to be doing what, um, and he really just gave me a lot of trust to kind of lead the way, um, and then in the script stage like i was saying it just sort of we were kind of on the same page from the beginning you know as our we're throwing ideas back and forth and if there was like a little question of where something would go we just talk about it and throw look at all the options and pick the best one and and kind of go from there and i think that's what darren's really interested in too is like the writing side of the, the storytelling um as well so uh did you find
0: that one had more strength in one area and one in the other, one, yeah. one's funny, one's clever, that kind of thing uh, Well, with Well,
1: uh, I think Darren came up with quite a few funny jokes, you know, in the script, right. um, but he definitely was most interested in the story side, you know, and, and I think, um, you know, and I really love that as well, but I think, you know, uh, I was really good, like working with the actors, you know, and and kind of wrangling the the set and all that, um, you know, which he he didn't have the interest in. So we were able to kind of like balance those things out. But then the good thing is too, like, again, I, I learned quite a bit from him 10 years ago. And so we both between the two of us had enough technical knowledge that we were never we never couldn't make the movie you know right. like we always between the two of us we could do anything that needed to be done to get it done and that's that's doesn't always happen so i'm really How big a cast was that. it? Oh wow it was i mean we had at least 45 people wow um so was, and and we had at least i think around 20 pretty significant roles right. which is not Speaking common roles Yeah, and all which that. is not <laughs> common for an independent film unless you're Jim Miller making Living by the Gun maybe but uh uh, yeah so it was another big challenge was scheduling everybody <laughs> and that true. was my job and Cat that wrangling. was oh yeah oh yeah that was and you know, like any like any good uh, this movie doesn't have a wedding in it but it might as well have because in any movie with a wedding all the main characters are at that wedding at the end and that's how our movie ends too there's something okay, big that goes there. down and everybody's there and it was a really uh it was a it was a tough shoot. It was very complex and hard to schedule, but uh, it it makes the movie uh, a lot of fun to watch. So I, I can't wait for people to see that scene. Well, I'm looking
0: forward to seeing it. I, I want to see it on Netflix.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, it, it could end up on, on Netflix. Uh, so it'll be, like I mentioned, it'll be coming out in some theaters. And then I think they do like a premium video on demand thing uh, where you can like buy it to stream or you know buy it on dvd or something like that and then a few months after that i think the distributor magnolia is going to try to sell it to the streaming service either netflix hulu you know the amazon like all those kind of things
0: wow we've learned a lot man well thank you very much well thank you for having me it's It's great to be here it's been a pleasure talking to you Well, I'm Sid Marsh, and we look forward to seeing you next time on Inside View.